It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Ah, made it to a Friday on this extended vacation. Welcome in, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio, Scooter Dingus on the other side of the glass. Good afternoon, Scoots. Good afternoon. How are we doing? I'm doing great. Good. I thought I was starting to wonder if you had a show anymore. It's Friday, April 28th. I'll, I'll have a th- show three days next week, too. On not, fire. Not a fan. That's baseball. By the way, it's Louisville Basketball Day. Did you know that? I didn't. 428. Oh, I did know mean that. Mean-spirited? Yeah, that is mean. Is that mean-spirited? Yeah. Too soon? For them. Too soon? Friday, April 28th. I got that from uh, Middletown Mo. He texted it to me today. A uh, big Kentucky fan, so. That's fun. That's good. That's a good one. I had heard that earlier it. this week from somewhere. I just can't remember where. 428. Yeah. All right. That's good. Pretty fun. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open. 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. 384-1450. Thornton's text line is open as well. 502-414-1450. I went in there yesterday. 89 cents. I got a 32-ounce soda. Got a rainbow. You ever get a rainbow? No. Put a bunch of different. What's a rainbow? There you go. A little Coke, a little Mr. Pibb, a little uh, Sprite. We called that a different name when I was a kid, but yeah. I don't know if it's politically correct. I figured anymore. for 89 cents, it was worth a shot. And it was, it, was, uh, it was glorious. But you can do the same thing. Icy cold thirst quencher. I don't know if we need icy cold yet. It's a little chilly outside. But uh, for the summer, icy cold thirst quencher to keep your day going in the right direction. 32 ounce or smaller if you don't want that much. Fountain drinks, 89 cents at Thornton's. Come in today, grab a fountain drink from Thornton's. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Did you really do that? Yes, I did. I had to get gas anyway. That's crazy. I, I said, well, I promoted every day. I said, you know what? Let's, I got a buck. Let's run in here and get a... Get a fountain drink. Yeah, but you mixed all the flavors together. Why not? I, I, I did it. I did it fifty years ago when I was nine. That that's kind of my point here. It just seems yeah. like such a childish thing. Oh, it to was do. unbelievably childish. Was it good? Did you enjoy it? Uh, or, next, you, next, or did you wish that you would have just yeah? Got next one by time itself? I'll just get Coke. Okay. Yeah. If I go again, <laughs> I'll just get soda, regular soda. But you you had a wild hair. I did. Why not? What are you gonna do? Uh, just got back from Atlanta. One of the reasons I took the day off yesterday. Headed to the Janet Jackson concert. It didn't happen. <laughs> How do you book Janet Jackson on a day where the, your Hawks might have a home game? They didn't believe in the Hawks. They didn't believe in the Hawks. You got it exactly right. Janet Jackson had to cancel. I had to go down there to get my money back yesterday because I couldn't show back up for the uh, Wait, so they did cancel? They they Because uh, I had res- heard they moved it to today. They rescheduled it. Yeah. But there was a Taylor Swift concert there oh. today. What a great combo platter that was. So be. I don't know if they're just going to do both T concerts. T-Swizzle and Janet Jackson? <laughs> awesome. Jason Tatum apologized after the game to Janet Jackson for losing at the Boston Garden so that she had to cancel her concert. How considerate of him. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. He did it after the Celtics beat the Hawks 128-120 last night. Who had this in the uh, – and I'm going to get to the NFL draft. Believe me, this is going to be an NFL draft hour along with Lamar Jackson. But who had this as the Eastern Conference semifinals? Boston at Philadelphia. Yeah, everybody had that. Miami at New York. <laughs> the Heat and the Knicks. Is this 19 
99. Is Alonzo Mourning coming through that door? Patrick Ewing still on the team? Heat Knicks. Because Miami beats Milwaukee in overtime a couple of nights ago in Milwaukee. Did you see the uh, Giannis press conference after the game? I did, yeah. It was it was great. Mm-hmm. He was great. Now, I don't agree on all his points because it is a failure this season for the Milwaukee Bucks. To say it's not a failure is disingenuous. It is. Anytime you don't attain the goals that you set for yourself, then you failed to achieve those goals. So it is a failure, but I understand what he's saying. Everything is a step in a process. And the point about Michael Jordan playing 15 years and only getting six titles, were nine of those years failures? That's a great question. The answer is no. They were not. Um, But Milwaukee out as the number one overall seed. And the East now belongs, in my opinion, to the winner of the Boston-Philadelphia series. Mm -hmm. Which is going to be awesome. Game one uh, for that one is Monday. They don't play till Monday in Boston. The Celtics are early seven-point favorite there. Um, who won last? Who uh, who plays tonight? Sacramento and Golden State. By the way, Golden State won in Sacramento. Uh, this one's over now, right? Oh yeah. Golden State's up three two, going back home. Yeah. Any chance Sacramento pulls the upset tonight? Uh, I it's could seven and a half. By the way, I could see them potentially pulling the upset tonight, but they will not win game seven. I agree. Even I think the series is over. Yeah, but if they win tonight, then it'll get Mo, interesting. Uncle Mo's back on their side, mm-hmm. and the Golden State. Has not played well on the road, although they did the other night. Memphis and the Lakers, late game tonight, 10-30. Do the Lakers finish off the Grizzlies? I'm going to go with no, by the way. Oh. Yeah, I don't like this Grizzlies team. They are the trash-talking kings of the world. I'm not a LeBron guy. I don't go out of my way to pull for LeBron teams. I'm pulling for the Lakers just because Memphis is a bunch of idiots. That I don't like listening to. And just, it's led by Dylan Brooks. Do you see what Dylan Brooks did yesterday? This guy's going through it. What did he do yesterday? I he, don't think I did. He deleted all of his Instagram posts. If you go to his Instagram now, it just says zero posts. Deleted every single one of them. Oh, probably a good move. <laughs> uh, Lakers are four and a half tonight in the crypto.com arena. Uh, but I think Memphis pulls it off tonight. I do. I've got Lakers. I think the you know the Lakers are a little bit long in the tooth. Memphis is going to have a nothing to lose attitude here. They're not expected to win, and I think we go back to Memphis for Game Seven. Can you explain that phrase to me? What long in the tooth? Long in the tooth. Where does that come from? What does that mean? Oh, because when you grow, you're okay. Makes sense. It's pretty simple. You're so young. (laughs) By the way, before I get going here, I rarely listen to. Kentucky Roll Call. The number one reason is... We appreciate you, John. The number one reason is I sleep till 9 every day. Well, we got a replay from 9 I to 11. I know you do. It's not the same. It I, is the same. It's no. the exact same. I know it's... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm going... I'm driving the on uh, yesterday, and I'm listening. First of all, did you finish your speech for the wedding you're officiating this weekend? Uh, for the most part, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm just going to opt to use the same one I've used for the last two weddings I've done, so... That's, Might be a few people there to call I'm me. I'm gonna out. say that's lazy. I, I mean, I'm gonna switch some I'm gonna stuff say up. That's lazy. The other thing is, and I, I, I'm not trying to get on you here. Oh, get on me. I'm not. Let's do it. I'm not trying to bring you down. <laughs> 
if you think for a millisecond that yourself, TJ. Oh, this was that day. Nick <laughs> and your friend Justin. No, intern Jacob. Intern Jacob, I'm sorry. Would make the cut in a scramble format of your on your group in a PGA Tour event, <laughs> you are off the reservation. <laughs> I, I and look, TJ tried to be nice to you. They tried to bring you down easy. <laughs> I don't care what course, what PGA Tour event. You ha- you have no idea. We would make a cut in ten no, events. No, you would John. not. You have no idea. <laughs> The length it takes off the tee on par fives and par fours and 225-yard par threes, by the way. The rough that is unbelievably enhanced for professional events. The step meter, the grain on the greens. You have no idea. (laughs) This is not elk run. I I do think we would struggle. On the, green, on the greens, but I think we I think we can get there in a reasonable amount. Of this time. is not any of the courses on the Big X Sports Radio golf cart. <laughs> These are real, challenging courses. <laughs> you and you can hit the first of all. I don't care how good Jacob is. Eighth region golfer of the year. That's great. Year. He ain't hitting a lot of fairways. He's going to hit a lot of fairways. Not a, if he does, it's going to be the front edge of the fairway. <laughs> because you are 50 yards deeper teeing off to fairways that are 50 yards further than you're used to. Oh, my God. You're just a hater. I, I was just I almost wrecked. I was on 64. <laughs> he cannot be serious. By the way, this year's golf cart features Park Mammoth, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, Wooded View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. You can play these great courses, although not PGA quality courses. You Close. can play these great courses for under $25 a round with the 2023 Big X Sports Radio golf card. Supply is limited. Get yours today, BigXSportsRadio.com, or you can call 812-725-1457. That's the Big X Sports Radio golf card. I had to get that off my chest. No, that's fine. Ever since I heard it for the last 26 hours, it's bothered me. I, I'm kind of becoming notorious for my bad golf takes anyway. Take. So. Terrible take. Did you bet John Rahm this week? I did not. Nope. Plus 250? Nope. Uh, I'm, I'm staying away. He was five shots back after the first round. Yeah. Shot 400. He shot 400 on his second nine yesterday, but he was he, 400. He will not repeat. You heard it here first. Well, it's easy to say now. He's five back. Well, I was going to say, round. I would have said that if you had a show yesterday. All right, NFL draft. Let's get to it. Uh, I guess we'll start with poor Will Levis. Sheesh. He's going to be a second round pick. He's going to make a lot of money. He's going to have a four year contract without a fifth year option. So he'll get to his second contract a year quicker than these guys that were drafted in the first round. But the easiest bet on the card yesterday under over four and a half quarterbacks taken in the first round. Under was by far the easiest bet of the day. Three got taken. So under three and a half would have been a little harder to bet. Under four and a half was easy. Hendon Hooker didn't show up. He was at home. He knew he wasn't going in the first round. I thought I saw him. He was uh, Well, they had a camera on him at his home. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't feel bad for Will Levis, and I'll tell you why. He was sitting next to a first-round draft pick. <laughs> Here we go. Am I wrong? <laughs> Tell me if I'm wrong. 
Wait, meaning his sister or no, his girlfriend? Well, you could go either way, but his <laughs> his uh, the love of his life, he, he's doing okay. Yeah. Here's here's my question to you, Scooter. If you're Will Levis, do you show back up today? Um, do you stay in the hotel and say, hey, you guys can bring a camera over here if you want to. I'm not going back. Or do I, you show up? Do you man up and show up? If I'm Will Levis... Whew, that's tough. I would probably show back up, but I can tell you that Will Levis will not be there today. I think I would come back up over in a in a polo shirt, UK polo shirt, maybe uh, just some some uh, dress shorts. I'm not dressing up again. Mm-hmm. First of all, he probably has to turn the suit back in. It's probably a one day rental. But I'm showing up, and I'm uh, you know maybe I got a hat on. I'm not dressing up for this thing. I'm now a second rounder. I got to go to work. I'm going to dress like I'm getting ready to go to work. Um, how long is his agent still his agent? Because this is the kind of thing your agent's got to protect you from. Mm-hmm. The agent's job on draft day is to give you worst case scenario. Worst case scenario was you're not going to get drafted and you're going to be the butt of a whole lot of jokes if you show up at this thing. That's worst case. Will Levis said on his pro day, I'm not showing up if I'm not a top five, top ten pick. If I'm if I don't know that I'm a top ten pick, I'm not showing up. Somebody gave him some bad information. I mean, we talked about it ad nauseum on Kentucky Roll Call this week about worst case scenarios for Will Levis, and that was never that, even mentioned. I mean, our worst case scenario was dropping number twenty four to the Vikings. Once Anthony Richardson got taken by the Colts, and I'll get to that travesty. Once he got taken by the Colts, I looked at the rest of the teams going down and said, where's he going to go? Mm-hmm. Tennessee, maybe? Seattle, Geno Smith? You know, who? Washington's they're uh, living with Sam Howell right now, but is that the future in Washington? I thought, okay, there's a couple of shots here, but Tennessee's got Malik Willis. They just drafted him last year. Now, maybe he they know this is not going to work out. Somebody's going to trade with Pittsburgh today with the first pick. Pittsburgh's got the first pick tonight, 7 o'clock on uh, ESPN or ESPN2, whatever they're on tonight. And the Steelers are shopping that first pick of the second round. They're shopping it around. Who wants it? Come get it. Wish they wouldn't. Um, You're a Steeler guy. Who Mm -hmm. who do you want? Uh, Porter. Joey Porter Jr.? Yeah. I don't think they want him, and I think that's why they're going to shop it because if they take somebody else, then Steeler fans, they want Joey Porter Jr. Mm Mm-hmm. And dad was a legend. And I, he was. But you know what? There's a lot of dad legends as a kid. So, you know, I don't – how good's Bronny going to be? Who's going to take Bronny James? Yeah? Somebody going to take Bronny James? Probably. Is, it, is he going to be LeBron? No, he's not. Can you think of any instances where the son better than dad? Maybe Ken, Ken Griffey Jr. How about, oh, that's true. How about uh, like a DeMontis Sabonis? He's probably better than dad, right? No. You don't no? know. You don't know. Somebody's telling me to relax Brent Musburger. Why am I Brent Musburger? <laughs> Texture, if you would, explain that. I'm not, maybe you're right. Maybe I am. Look, Brent bets a lot of money. He, he lives in Vegas now. He bets a lot of money. He calls Raider games on the radio. Oh, gosh. wonder if he can. Can he bet on NFL? Um, can, like, voices of NFL teams bet on NFL games? That's a good games? question. They probably aren't supposed to. But I'm going to guess Brent. Has a little money down every once in a while. He always did back when he was on NFL Today back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you don't remember Arvidas Sabonis? Yeah, he was great. Better than DeMontis? He was great. He was bigger. He was a I knew that. He yeah. was a mountain. 
Um, look at the numbers up. He was really, really good. I might have to. Uh, he loves commenting on the athlete hot wives. Oh, okay. That's the Brent Musburger. <laughs> okay. No, I get that now. Um, That's great. I'm just saying Will Levis is not hurt. That's all I'm saying. All right. Tom Brady, famously the 199th pick in the draft. Joe Montana was not a first-round draft pick. Boomer, As Mel Kuyper reminded us, Mel Kuyper was going nuts last night because he had Levis near the top of his draft board. Mm-hmm. And he kept bringing up Boomer Esaias. I kept I sat here with Boomer. Three the Bengals had three picks before they picked Boomer, and they picked other guys. They didn't pick Boomer until the second or third round, and uh, that was another guy he brought up. There are plenty of guys, plenty of guys. Dak Prescott, even though he hasn't won anything. Dak Prescott, plenty of guys who don't go in the first round. Will Levis is going to be fine contract wise. It's better to go first in the second round than thirty second in the first round. Contract-wise. Lamar went last in the first round. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Kept sliding. Aaron Rodgers kept sliding down. He did go late first round, but he kept sliding. And it's a lonely feeling. You're sitting in that green room, and everybody's watching you. And you're looking at your phone, and nobody's calling. And you're trying to laugh. Every time the camera was on, Will would have a little laugh, and his sister and his mom and his dad would laugh about, oh, somebody made a joke. (laughs) Oh, how uncomfortable that that must have been. We'll talk about what the Colts are doing. uh, I gave him a D minus, by the way. I saw Anthony Richardson play. Maybe there's an upside. There's There's definitely a downside. We'll talk about the Colts. Which team won the draft? I hate to tell Trevor Kelsey who it was, but I guess I'll have to. Uh, Lamar signs his deal finally, and we'll talk some NBA. Uh, And the Reds are in Oakland tonight. Aren't you excited about that? You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Eminem Cartage hotline is open 384 1450. 502 384 1450. What you liked last night from the draft you saw, you, that you liked, you didn't like, whatever you want to say. Bang on your team, bang on the other team, whatever, whatever you want to do. It's fine here. Just keep it clean. Eminem Cartage. Hotline is open. Also, the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. If you'd like to text your disappointment in your favorite NFL team's draft last night. Eagles won the draft. Agreed. The, the best team in the NFC got better. Um, Their defense let them down a little bit in the Super Bowl. So what do they do? They trade up one spot to nine and take probably a guy that should have gone in the top three but didn't. Because just like Laramie Tunsil and just like Randy Moss, teams freak out when a guy has a small, a slight off-the-field incident. Jalen Carter is going to be a star in the NFL. And now he's going to be a star with the Philadelphia Eagles. And then Nolan Smith at 30. Uh, a lot of people said, well, he didn't fit our scheme. He's 6'2", 240, edge rusher, crazy motor. Makes people miss him while he's making tackles. Another Georgia Bulldog. 
Remember that Georgia defense from 2021, considered by many the greatest defense in the history of college football? Mm-hmm. The Eagles now have four of those guys. Jeez. They drafted two of them last year, two of them in the first round this year. And Dallas and Washington and the New York football giants just last night went, oh, God, what are we going to do? Dallas panics and takes a Michigan defensive lineman? What'd you make of Jameer Gibbs at 12? <sighs> Too early. I think he's going to be a great pass catching running back in the NFL. Well, they just got David uh, Montgomery. This they got offseason. Montgomery and they got DeAndre Swift. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, I, one of those guys, one of those two guys won't be around. I'm going to guess Swift uh, because I don't know why you bring Montgomery in if you're not going to keep him. The Lions were, they, you know. They take Campbell, a middle, they take a middle linebacker and a running back in spots where those guys don't get taken. I thought Atlanta, Atlanta at least told you before the draft, we want B. John Robinson. But running backs, and I've said this a hundred times, are interchangeable in the National Football League. They they're not difference makers. Derrick Henry's team didn't even make the playoffs last year. And I know because it's my team. They're interchangeable. And that's why they when you franchise tag players in the NFL, the lowest paid franchise tags are running backs and middle linebackers. And what did the Lions take? A middle linebacker and a running back. Pretty wild looking at the draft list. I, I, I didn't stay up for the whole thing last night. but Well, I've been up for 46 hours. Nice. Because I said I was going to stay up last night. I told mm-hmm. my wife, my wife said, what time are you coming to bed tonight? I said, I'm going to stay up until Will Levis gets drafted. So I've been up all night. <laughs> you got a long day Just ahead. kidding. Go ahead. I'm but sorry. But no, it's, it's interesting to look. You got the Seahawks drafting Jackson Smith and Jigba at, at 20, and then everybody just starts freaking out, and you got three wide receivers drafted First right behind ever. them. First time ever, four, same position. Crazy. Went boom, bang, 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 bang. Um. Yeah, Jackson Smith and Jigba to Seattle, Ohio State. Quentin Johnson from TCU to, to uh, the Chargers. Zay Flowers, who was great at Boston College. I watched him a couple times. I know it was against Louisville, but, man, he was good. Um, I think So I think the Ravens got it. <laughs> Lamar said thank you when they got Zay Flowers. And uh, Jordan Addison, former USC Trojan for one year, goes to the Minnesota Vikings. So put him on the other side of Justin Jefferson and, and you got something. And keep this in mind. Minnesota might just be the team that trades up for Will Levis. Because Kirk Cousins, I'm going to use some, a term that Scooter does not understand. He's a little long in the tooth. Oh, I understand oh, you got it, it now. now. You yeah. got it now. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins, I don't know how much he's going to win. And then the Cowboys freak out because Buffalo – Jumps up right ahead of them and takes tight end Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. Uh, the guy the Cowboys obviously wanted, and they freak out, don't know what to do. They take Mazai Smith from Michigan defensive tackle. All right, congratulations, Cowboys. You can stop the run now. Oh, by the way, nobody runs anymore. <laughs> but I thought Bijan Robinson, back to that point, Atlanta wanted him. They They told you they wanted him. Yes, eight is high to take a running back in the NFL anymore, but Desmond Ritter's going to have some weapons there. He's got 
uh, really uh, the wide receiver, the young wide receiver. I can't remember his name right now, but he's got Pitts, the tight end. They got a couple of good running backs. Atlanta's one of three teams last year that ran the ball more than 50% of the time. Only three teams did that last year, and Atlanta was one of them. And Corderell Patterson was the running Corderell back. Patterson is still there. Uh, the wide receiver. Help me out. God, I can't, young guy. I can't think of his name. Really either. good. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline while Scooter figures that one out. Ed, how are you, buddy? Okay. Uh, reason I'm calling is I heard somebody comment about uh, Will Levis uh, last night. Of course, I think that uh, uh, that uh, everybody was looking at his stats overall. Nobody looked at, or everybody looked at what he did against Youngstown and all the lighter weights when it came to the Georges and. Even the you know the the average team Vanderbilt's and the and the uh, you know the average team Florida uh, LSU he didn't perform all that well. Now he beat here, Anthony Richardson in Florida, and Anthony Richardson was fourteen of thirty five with two interceptions, including a pick six, and ran for four yards in that game. Here, here is what I don't understand: Mel Kiper, who is really looking bad this draft, uh, just went all gaga. He, he loved Will he starts, Levis. He did. Then he starts making excuses. Well, he yeah. didn't have an offensive line. He had a uh, he had turf toe. He wasn't healthy all year. Now, when he was a junior, he had a very good supporting cast. He did. Everybody needs a, a good supporting cast. Lamar's not going to run for ever how many thousand yards at Baltimore if they don't block for him. If they don't catch the ball, he's not going to look good. So it's kind of a it's relative to me now. Did I ever think that Will Levis was a first-round pick? Maybe lower half of the, the first pick, but not the number right. one pick or number two Will pick. Levis I mean, had a worse offensive line last year than he had the year before. Can we agree on that? Yes, he did. Yeah, absolutely. He was, absolutely. In, he was injured. Can we agree on that? He was injured to the point yeah. where the coaching staff told him, we don't want you running the football, even on scrambles. Well, Chris Rodriguez yeah, missed a lot of time last year. Mm-hmm. One of his one of his guys that he could rely on to take a little of the pressure off of him. Uh, he didn't play poorly against Florida. He, in fact, he played quite well against Florida. He actually didn't play poorly against Georgia. Georgia was just that good. He didn't play poorly. He led them on a ninety yard touchdown drive. Well, so I think the toe issue has scared some teams off. They wonder if this is a long term thing, because you know as well as I do, Ed. Once the rumors start going, teams teams start reevaluating their own evaluations. Why is this guy dropping? We had him high. Well, maybe there's something we don't know. Now we're not going to draft him. They get nervous. And the other part is nobody nobody in the bottom half of that draft last night needed a quarterback. That's part of it. These, well, I these thought teams that, uh, all had b- bigger needs than quarterback. Uh. I thought Bryce Young was definitely a number one pick. Absolutely. C.J. Stroud, uh, he uh, uh, deserved to be picked where he was picked. And then the lineman from uh, from Alabama, a huge guy that's going to make somebody a good – I can't remember. Will Anderson, the linebacker or the lineman? Will Anderson, oh, yes. Yeah, uh, edge rusher slash linebacker. Yeah, I thought yeah, Houston did a great up. job. They traded up with Arizona so they could get C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson, Jr., that puts them on the map in that division. If you're in That's that division good, yep. with Trevor Lawrence and you got the Colts and the Titans, you got to have a quarterback. 
And now Houston went up and said, look, we're going to get a quarterback. And they did. They moved up in the draft. They gave up a little bit to get him, but that's okay. And then they got their rusher and Will Anderson. I think they had a Houston. It has been a laughing stock the last couple of years. I thought they had a great draft. First round. Well, let's not let's not kid ourselves. It's it's been a quarterbacks league, sure, uh, for almost forever. And it was a running back league when you had guys like Emmitt Smith, and you had uh, the one of the greatest running backs I think of all time ran behind a poor poor offensive line Barry. at Detroit. Barry. Very Sanders, Thurman, Thurman Thomas. I mean, yeah, it's, it's no longer running back league. No, no, it, it's not. And uh, uh, they're all well. <laughs> these guys are six four, six five, three ten, three twenty, and they can move, and they can hit a guy, and that that pounding has to at one time or another is going to you know it's going to get to you. Absolutely. And and you're not going to be able to perform like you did you know, maybe early in the season, or especially early in your career. Now, there are some, there are a few guys that can sustain that. There sure aren't many. I can't remember one. I mean, uh, Tom Brady is about the only one. He had an offensive line nobody ever touched. Yeah, him. Tom Brady he never got hit hard. For the last eight years, Tom Brady didn't get touched. Absolutely. And he made sure he didn't get it. He was insulated, and he never ran outside of that pocket. And if he did, he went down before anybody could hit him. He said, no, I'm not taking any of these hits. Now, now here's the one problem I have with Lamar. And, okay. Uh, he, he, he was a great player. Still Louisville, is. Probably, if not the greatest, one of the greatest. Uh, but he does have a penchant for when he runs the football. In pro football, he's going to get hurt. And, and guaranteeing that much money. Last two years he's period, been hurt. Uh, and, and I think the, I think the uh, Ravens. Had to sign him. I they mean, had they to. Damn, they had to. Right? And he had right. to sign with them, too, because he, he wasn't going anywhere else. I know he said he asked for a trade a month ago. They weren't going to trade him. No chance. It's a good fit. It's a good fit for him because uh, uh, Harbaugh likes, the, likes, likes his style. And it's a blue-collar town that loves Lamar right? Jackson. They love him there. Right. Ravens Nation loves Lamar Jackson. Well, ticket prices are going to go up. Like <laughs> uh, five years, $260 million, $185 million, which is guaranteed. Yeah, ticket prices are going up in Baltimore. And he proved you don't have to have an agent. You don't have yeah. to. It might, might might make it easier, but you don't. And agents get 20%. The agents were the losers yesterday. When he signed that deal, he's now the highest played, paid player in the NFL. More than Patrick Amazing. Mahomes. More than Jalen. He got a little bit more than Jalen Hurts. I mean, Deshaun Watson, he got a little more. He got more overall money. He got a little less guaranteed money, of course, but he got overall more money than Deshaun Watson. He's a highest-paid player in the NFL, and the agents are running for cover now. Oh, man, everybody's going to have their mom be their agent. Now, how how many people would have placed a bet on Lamar Jackson being the highest, playing at the University of Louisville, being the highest-paid player in, in, in pro football history? I did. I placed that bet 12 years ago, and I'm uh, going to go collect today. No, no nobody, <laughs> you deserve bet, on nobody bet that. You, you would deserve a, a more than a pat on the back. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Good to hear from you. Are you uh, hey, real, are you yeah, be yeah. out at the track next week? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The bat yeah. scored 16 runs yesterday and couldn't win. That's what Scooter was telling me. It turned into a, soft, a slow-pitch softball game, I guess. 18-6. <laughs> That's right. That's but, right. 
I'll see you next week, buddy. Thank you. Okay. So Lamar is the highest-paid quarterback now, Scooter, until Joe Burrow gets uh, gets paid. And it's going to be interesting with Joe Burrow. The NFL doesn't want any of these salaries tied to the salary cap. But I think what Mike Brown and the Bengals are going to do is they're going to give Joe Burrow as much money as they can relative to the salary cap, but it's going to be maybe a nine- or ten-year contract, and when the salary cap goes up, his pay will go up as well. Mm -hmm. And the NFL doesn't want these owners to do that. Just like they didn't want Jimmy Haslam in Cleveland to give Deshaun Watson all that guaranteed money, and he did it anyway. Mike Brown doesn't care. He's cheap. But he knows, I got to sign Joe Burrow. They're going to give him long-term. They're going to tie it to the salary cap. And he's going to be the highest-played quarterback as soon as he gets his contract. Did you see about Aaron Rodgers' deal this upcoming year? Uh, I don't think it's accurate. What did they say, 107? He's making like $1.16 million this year. One point, no, no, yeah. $60 million. No, they like they off-put. They restructured it. They contract. restructured it, so he's going to make the league minimum this this year, mm. and then next year he'll make a crap ton. Yeah, I think it's $107 million next year mm-hmm. is the number. So basically, he's going to make the sixty million this year. Yeah. The the thing they're trying to the Jets what the Jets are trying to do is get him committed for two years because they don't want this to be a one and done. Right. What if he comes in, plays great, plays average, but they don't win? They don't win the AFC. They don't go to the Super Bowl. They don't go to the AFC Championship game. Well, I mean, he basically said as much too that he, does, he doesn't want a one and done situation. Um. Yeah, and the Jets, by the way, the Jets let him down yesterday, too, because they took a defensive player. I did not, I, I have no idea what the uh, what the Jets were taking. They took Will McDonald, the fourth out of Iowa State, outside linebacker with the 15th pick, with all those wide receivers sitting there waiting to be taken. Aaron Rodgers had to feel like he was back in Green Bay when they took Jordan Love. When the Packers took Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers wanted him to go get a receiver, he had to be sitting there at home last night going, who did we just take? I, I bet not. Jets are okay the at wide Jets receiver. defense is fine. Yeah, so are the wide receiver unit. In my opinion. You got Garrett Wilson. Garrett they Wilson they got Alan Lazard they signed. That doesn't do anything. Um, who else? There's another one, that another big one they use a lot. They needed a weapon, By the way, weapon on offense. Their defense is fine. They had one of the best defenses in the league last year. By the way, Drake London is who you were thinking Drake of London. for the Falcons. Yeah. Falcons got some offensive weapons to put around um, Desmond Ritter. Uh, uh, by the way, before I take a break, go ahead. Jets also have Nicole Hardman and Corey Davis. So that's per- that's four good, pretty That's pretty one good wide receiver. really good wide receiver who will be in his second year. And, and three guys can get it done for you. Garrett Wilson was rookie of the year, I think. Had to be. Uh, and three guys who are, okay. I'm going to say on the second half of their careers. Corey Davis for sure. Not Alan Lazard. Yes, he is. He's, he was in Green Bay for a while. He's at least at the midpoint. I think he's on the second half. What about Denzel Mims? I got him too. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't turn the needle. Uh, by the way, the Cards got a commitment. Basketball, Kenny Payne got a commitment. A, a transfer portal guy. Danilo Jovanovic. Easy for me to say. I thought she was uh, in dodgeball. Wasn't she the 
on uh, Ben Stiller's team in I was, dodgeball. I was going to say, that no. dude sounds straight out of Serbia. Danilo Jovanovic, he was at Miami last year as a preferred walk-on, played in one game and red-shirted the rest of the season. He is now committed to Kenny Payne and the Louisville Cardinals. What He's, position's that? Uh, power forward. Mm, just what they don't need. 6'8". Uh, he was 186 in his class in 2022. But he redshirted at Miami last season, according to, according to Mike Rutherford. And you can hear more about that today at 3 on the Mike Rutherford Show. We'll take a break, come back, talk a little uh, more NFL draft. Who else am I angry at? Well, we're in Indiana, so I might as well say the Indianapolis coach. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Island. Well, Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment of the week. Eminem Cartage Hotline. Still open, I guess. Why not? We can still take calls. 502 384 1450. text line is open as well. Get your last minute text into the show at 414 1450. Former Louisville basketball player Devin Ree, who we didn't see much on the court last year, has committed to. Louisiana Tech, and Sports Illustrated is now reporting, as we reported, I guess, in the last segment, that uh, the Detroit Lions are taking calls on running back DeAndre Swift. Uh, it's a crowded room right now in Detroit. Oh, yeah. So um, got to do something. And DeAndre Smith looks like he might be the uh, odd man out for uh, the Detroit Lions. Uh, I'll get to how bad I think the Colts did yesterday. But first, let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline, bring in our man Buzz Frank, uh, positioning himself after the Ed call, I guess, to be back in the running for caller of the year. Hello, Buzz. Hey, John. I, I still think David might be in front of both of us. He is. He's taking a day <laughs> off today, I guess. But, yeah, Dave, David's uh, he's playing hard. He's playing hard. He's bringing it. Yeah, he is. So I, I was I hate to break up your NFL draft party, but oh, that's no. like a recruiting show to me. I, I I was just surprised that the Celtics had as much trouble with the, the with the Atlanta Hawks as they did. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, if you remember, the Hawks uh, beat the Knicks. I don't know how many years ago that was. Probably three years ago. Uh, Trey Young was great in that series. Trey Young's great. He had thirty points yeah, and uh, ten assists last night. Now he was nine of twenty eight from the field. If he doesn't do that, they win the game. If he makes half of oh, yeah. his shots, they win the game. But John Collins is really, really good, I think. DeAndre Hunter, the old Virginia Cavalier, is really good. He had double, He had 22, I think, last night. I like the Hawks. I like the fact that they uh, got Quinn Snyder as the head coach, got him away uh, after the Jazz. he and the Jazz kind of parted ways. I like the fact they're bringing Mike Bray in to be on the bench to help Quinn Snyder next year. I think it's a good young Atlanta team. The the surprising part, I guess, Buzz, is we think the Celtics are so talented. Right? Tatum, Brown, Smart, even even 90-year-old Al Horford, who I love. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you, they're very, was, very talented. I worry about the defense, the- though. They don't stop a whole lot of people. Well, that's true. And I, that one of the things I wondered during the regular season, and wish I'd have brought it up sooner, but they go so deep. I mean, you got somebody yeah. like Blake Griffin who's like yeah. number 11 or 12 on your roster. Yeah, he never sees the but floor. they go so deep. Yeah, but during the regular season, their rotation went way deeper than you do 
in the playoffs. And I wonder if that uh, kind of more restricted rotation has affected their game a little bit. But I think everybody does that. And the other two guys I love are Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon sharing that point guard yeah. spot. Um, the Celtics yeah. are now the favorite to win it all, by the way. Now that the Bucks are out, really, the Celtics are the favorite to win it all. They they're the, they're going to be home court advantage for the rest of the playoffs. Even if even in the finals, the East is going to be home court. So, you know, playing at the yeah. Garden is yeah. not easy for teams. Philadelphia, no, Joel Embiid's going to be Joel Embiid's going to have a brace on his knee, so he's banged up. Uh, the Celtics are going to have to make a choice. Are we going to double-team Joel Embiid like Brooklyn did and let everybody else beat us? Or are we just going to let Embiid score 45 points and stop everybody else and win the game that way? That's the choice you're going to have to make. I, I, yeah, I don't it, think you double-team Embiid personally. No, I don't think so either. you got plenty of bodies to throw at him. Yes. That's the one thing where their depth does come in. And then you stay on the other guys because they do have guys behind the three-point line that can – Completely agree. Whatever you're doing, Maxi yeah. and Harris and James Harden, those guys, if they're open, they can shoot. And you, you yeah. need in this league, you need to guard the three for sure. I agree. I that Trey Trey Young proved that. I I yeah. was just amazed his his range. I'm not gonna I'm not comparing him to Steph Curry, but he took some shots that Steph Curry would have liked. Well, the shot he hit in Game Five <laughs> in uh, in Boston from 30 feet with six seconds left was. You know, how do you guard that? I mean, how far out can you come? I guess, I guess, a little bit further. And he's got the the step back mastered as well, kind of like Harden does. But yeah, I mean, his shots were going when he's when he's on. There's no touching of the rim at all with his shots. Yeah, they just so look so smooth going through. He struggled last night, and late in the game, he had a wide open three that he missed. uh, That I thought, and, and I'm a Celtic fan. I was like, oh no, this is bottom, and he missed it. Uh, but that happens. The, the greats even miss once in a while. I do. And, and last quick question, yep. going back to the draft. I, I'm assuming Will Levis will have a chip on his shoulder uh, when he finally gets drafted, and uh, we'll see how he performs. I, I think he's got a future, but I'm not sure he's a number one guy. Thank you, Buzz. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. You too, John. I, Thanks, I, buddy. You know, it depends what his personality is. Is he the kind of guy that now will be like, okay, I'm going to prove everybody wrong, or is he just going to pout? No, that's just not fair. I should have been the number one draft pick. You got to go in and say, look, and I don't know, I hope, you know, maybe Tennessee gets him. Maybe the Rams, somebody's going to trade up with the Steelers. Steelers are going to get some draft capital. They don't care. They don't want this pick. They're shopping it around. Somebody's going to trade up and take a quarterback. Now, it might be, it, it might not, it might be uh, Herndon. What's his name? Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker. Wow, Herndon. Of course. Whew. Is it Friday? I think it's, it's Friday. Friday. Yeah. It might be Hendon Hooker, but somebody's going to trade up to that 32 spot, that number one pick in the second round, and take one of these quarterbacks. Uh, the Rams, Stafford was hurt at the end of the year. He's getting older. Uh, the Buccaneers, are they going to rely on Baker Mayfield? Or, uh, Kyle Trask, the Titans. It looks like they've given up on Malik Willis already, and they're they're shopping Tannehill. Somebody's going to trade up. Seattle, the Geno Smith replacement, eventual replacement. Somebody's going to trade up and take uh, one or both of these quarterbacks. 
Remember, you might have a couple of teams trade up just to get this quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the question is, how does the quarterback react? What situation is he put on? Is he put in? Tim Couch was the number one pick in 1999 to Cleveland. They had no offensive line. They had no help for him, and he got destroyed. And his confidence got destroyed. Lamar Jackson was taken 32nd, last pick in the first round, but it was the perfect situation. It allowed him to grow. It allowed him to be great with a terrific offensive line and system, a good defense, and he was league MVP. Situation matters as much as anything. What situation am I put in? As does mindset, I think, as well. Absolutely. I mean, you have to have the right mindset going Absolutely. in. Absolutely. And, and it's going to take us, it takes a strong person to be expected to be picked in the first round, and then all of a sudden you slide to the second. You've kind of got to get back up, dust yourself off, and make and something might, out of it. It might be the best thing that happens to you. Yeah. Uh, because it is humbling. Uh, Anthony Richardson goes to the Colts at number four. I was shocked. What, what are they doing? They haven't had a quarterback since Andrew Luck walked out in the preseason. And they've tried different patchwork guys like Phillip Rivers. None of it's worked out. Carson Wentz, none of it's worked out. Matt (laughs) Ryan. All the old guys. So I guess the theory is, look, let's just get a young guy and develop him. Anthony Richardson was not good during games. And I think that's what you're supposed to look at. Shane Steichen, former Eagles quarterback coach and OC, is the new head coach in Indianapolis. He had Jalen Hurts. He developed Jalen Hurts. Maybe he says, I know how to do this in an offense. I want this kind of quarterback. And that's why they take Anthony Richardson. When they showed the war room in Indianapolis last night, I wanted to yell at the TV, somebody get Jim Irsay another scotch. (laughs) He was staring into space. Nobody was paying attention to the owner. And I don't know. He looked like he was in his mind he was in the Bahamas. He's always in the Bahamas in his mind. And I know he wants to win. He's alone. I do. But, man, Jim Irsay, maybe he's the guy that said, oh, we got to get a quarterback. Let's take Anthony Richardson. But Shane Steichen, that's the kind of guy he's coached. So I understand that part of it. But Anthony Richardson, the games that I watched, including the Kentucky game last year, he didn't have a lot of great moments. He had a few great moments. He had a few, you know, stand up out of your seat wow moments. But they were few and far between. He had a whole lot more not good moments. Well, in case you missed it last night, he does have all the measurables, though, John. So did Jamarcus Russell. Yeah. Remember him? Yep. Raiders. Jamarcus Russell, LSU quarterback. Awful. Awful. Uh. And Anthony Richardson might pan out. I would be surprised if he's not, um, you know, a first-round bust. I'd be surprised. Garner mentioned, and the first thing the Colts say last night, hey, don't expect him to come in here and be Superman. What? You just took him with the fourth pick in the draft. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what you expect. Garner Minshew is going to be the starter from what they said last night next year. Anthony Richardson's going to get a, uh, a an education, a schooling. He's going to get to sit back and watch from Gardner Minshew and improve. Wow, Gardner Minshew, Colt fan, I sympathize. Look, I'm a Titans fan. We don't have a quarterback. I sympathize with. You. 
Bats in Iowa tonight, 8.08, first pitch right here on the Big X. I'll talk to you Monday. Here's on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.